Welcome to our Pneumi. This is Saratova. That's Shushan Purim. Shushan Purim in Yerushalayim. So let's say a few things. The interesting idea about Shushan Purim, I mean, the, the city of Shushan at the gate, the Shushan gate in the base of Mizash, which came later, had a big insignia with the, the sign of the city of Shushan, the, the engravement of the city of Shushan. And really it was for a negative purpose because it was there to show us that we were, we the Jewish people, the, the leaders of the world were not real leaders, but really they were the leaders over us, and they were there to show us who, is, who are what they consider the real leaders, to subjugate us. Now, that's interesting, because um, that's showing us the opposite of what we want to experience today and the opposite of the truth. And that's really where we're moving towards right now, who is in charge of the world? Is it Maishu Rabbeinu or is it, you know, the other guy? You know, is it Mordechai Tzadik or is it, um, or is it Haman HaRasha and, and Achashverosh? So, where are we up to? What are the tools that we're being empowered to use to step into that true leadership role? Because leadership, true leadership has to be Malchus, the leadership of Mashiach, that means not a situation where you force yourself on people like, I won. You know, if we look in, if we look at America today, everybody's hoping that this guy will win or that guy will win and they'll force everybody to recognize that they were wrong and he was right and all that other stuff and it doesn't go. And in fact, the person in, in Washington that a lot of people wanted, we're not going to name names, he actually refused to just come in and take vote by force, but he said the people have to want. The people have to want. There's something about the people have to want that's connected with Geula. This is what the Alter Rebbe um, brought into the world, Chabad Hasidus, which enables the, the simple people to have an access to the Holy of the Holies, to the deepest of the deepest truth, just like the biggest scholars. And here we are, we're the simplest people learning this stuff, just like the biggest scholars. So this idea of we the people, we the people, we have a say, we have leadership, this is expressed by Purim. And the fact that Shushan Purim, as we say, it's there trying to show us, according to the, the, the untruth of the world, according to unholiness, I'm in charge of you, you're in charge of me, I, I'll show you, you'll show me. But in, in terms of holiness, the people get to um, have a, a say in a very holy way in which everything works together seamlessly. So also, Shushan Purim is not really because of the seal of the city of Shushan, but because the city of Shushan is where the big miracle happened. So there's a lot, there's a lot going on there. Let's just spend a couple of minutes focusing on what Purim is and Shushan Purim is about the people taking over. So the mimer of Tafshin Yud Aleph, this means this is the first mimer that the first Purim mimer that the Rebbe said um, after he accepted the Messias. That's pretty profound. The very, very first Purim mimer, 1951. So it goes like this. The So what's Purim all about? And then again, as an extension, Shushan Purim, it's that we, um, we be, what we began once upon a time back then, now we received. 
What does it mean, received? Received means it doesn't come from above. You receive it. The people receive it. The leaders give it. They send it down. They send it out to you. And you, as part of the people, we the people, you receive it. And you receive it in a way that you even enhance it. So the Friedrich Rebbe explains in his mimer that was now, as the Rebbe said, it was now printed, which whatever now that year meant, um, Tafshin Yud Aleph. Oh, okay. So in that same year, 1951, Tafshin Yud Aleph, the Friedrich Rebbe's mimer was now, previous Rebbe had left the world the year before, but now the previous Rebbe's mimer was released, and it was printed. And it speaks about the fact, the, the previous Rebbe's mind, it speaks about the fact that what um, we now accept is what we started at the time of Mazen Tyre. And there, um, what did we start at Mazen Tyre? Nasev and Ishma. It was only a beginning. It was a beginning when you say, I will accept, I will do and I will listen, but you haven't started to do anything yet. You know, that's fun. Big shot. Oh, I'll do everything. Whatever you say to do, I will do. Did you do anything yet? Well, I, I just finished saying I was going to do it. I didn't have time to do anything yet. You know, give me a chance. So that's good. It's a very precious moment when you say, I will do whatever I was told to do. It has all the advantages, all the perks of I will do what I was asked to do. There's only one downside to it all. What is the downside? You didn't yet have time to do it. You just. You just only had enough time to say that you're going to do it. Let's see if you really do it. So the fact that we said Nasev and Nishma was that it was just the beginning. And in the days of Ahasuerus, when the Gezerah of Haman came on, came to us, that's when we received it, called the Kibbeha Yehudim. Now let's go back to the idea of the city of Shushan and the base of English had this gate with the seal of the city of Shushan on it, a seal of Persia over it. That means we're talking about that kind of thing where they, the bad guys, the people who stand for untruth and corruption and, and, and evil, they claim that they have power over us. They claim that they have power to even obliterate truth, God forbid. That's what it means. And interestingly, if you see what's going on in America today, there's a groundswell of movement that's saying that you can only pull so many tricks from above, you know, from the higher echelons, and you can only silence people with your social media and all that stuff so much. But when the people create a groundswell of understanding of what really needs to happen in a way of truth, you can't stop them. You can't stop the people. So, right, you can't, you can't silence people by changing all the media. They'll just find an alternate way of communicating. You can't silence the people when they stand for truth. You can silence, silence them in the short run, but not in the long run. So, we're talking about the city of Persia saying, you Jews are not really standing for truth and you're not in charge of the world. And today, Shushan Purim. But what we're saying is, Matan Taira, Hashem gave us the Taira. 
the time of Ahasuerus and Haman, that really dark time when untruth was trying to prove that it, it, it's the leader, there was a groundswell of opposition from the people. And when the people stood up for truth, nothing could stop them. And they turned over the whole Gezerah. In this case, the people standing up for truth at the time of Purim was the Sirius Nefesh. We were told very clearly, there are two groups of Jews, two ways to be. You can be an Ivri or you can be a Yehudi. If you're an Ivri, you're more willing to give in to compromises. If you're a Yehudi, it means you deny a Vaidazara and you acknowledge the entire Tyra. That's the Yehudi. Those people, the Yehudim, were the ones on whom the decree, the evil decree of extermination, God forbid, was uh, sealed. Not on the Ivrim. Anybody could switch over to becoming an Ivrim and they would be safe. They would be allowed to live. There were a lot of people who were Ivrim. And when the decree came on, they actually switched over to becoming Yehudim and put on themselves the, the, the sentence of extermination, God forbid, because something happened in them. The people woke up to truth. And they realized, I am one with Hashem. Giving that up, nothing else is worth it. Nothing else is worth anything if I have to give up my connection with Hashem, Chas that's called Kabbalah Satira. Matan is, we said, yes, Hashem, we will be with you forever. But we said it. Big shock. Anybody can say anything. Campaign promise. But a thousand years later, at the time of Haman, when we, we lived it, we experienced it, we, we put our money where our mouth was, put our money, mouth where our money is, however it goes. We stepped into it and lived it. That was the real Kabbalah Zatara. And that's what the, the Rebbe Rayat was writing a mimer about that was then printed in 1951. Because remember, the Rebbe Rayat, his generation and the Rebbe's generation, which shifted at 1950 and 1951, Yud Shvat, it shifted from, from a, you know, 3,000 years, 3,000 years culminating with the Rebbe Rayat, 3,000 years of oppression to Judaism, oppression to, to truth. And Yud Shvat, 1950, and then more 1951, Tafshin Yudalaf, when, when the seventh generation started, there was going to be a radical shift from they wanted to destroy us and all we can do is try to maintain ourselves and stay away from their wrath. That was the way it was for, for 3,000 years. And it shifted radically, that Yud Shvat, when the seventh generation began, to we are now going to conquer the world for Hashem with truth. We are going to be Hashem's foot soldiers and Mashiach's foot, foot soldiers to conquer the world with truth and Tyra. We are moving from defensive to offensive. And therefore you can see that in, I'm sorry, and one other thing, but in the time of the Rebbe Rayat, those were terrifying years, the 20s, the KGB and their horrifying opposition, and then the Stalinist days and all of that. And we, we did a shear the other day about 1953, which was about to come after this minor. 
the unspeakable decrees of the what Stalin wanted was a finishing off of what the Holocaust did not do. Rachmanuslan Hayalatia. A World War Three. Or a final solution. That's what Stalin was planning. And it didn't happen because you have to listen to that. <laughs> because the Rebbe would not was given a directive by Hashem that it can't happen and together with Yidden, the the Gazera was overturned. So we've moved into a new era in which everything has switched from defensive. We have to just protect ourselves against their wrath, their hatred, to and take the mysterious nefesh that existed in the 20s, the 30s, the 40s, and all of the generations before. Enormous amount of mysterious nefesh of Yidden, culminating with the Reverayas' Messias. All of that is funneled, and Mordechai Yitzhak and Maishar Benu, all of that is funneled into the 1950s through the Maimer of the Rebrayat called, you know, Vakigo HaYehudim. And so here we are in 1951, standing at a moment when we're being infused to go into the offensive, become leaders of the world, finally, with the Kayach of the Sirus Nefesh that was built up in the 3,000 years when we were being attacked mercilessly by the non-Jews. So we take the kaifas that we developed, but we step into a new reality of with receiving and accepting the Torah in a very deep way, we become unstoppable. And so what what the miner is saying is, it was a wondrous thing. It was a dover pella. Now, when we come up with this word dover pella, as it says here, the Diyach Lashin Zeh. Look at the Maim of Ekigali Yehudim of Purim Katan Tafshin Laman Ches. The word Pella is particularly applicable to us now because we are in the year of Tafshin Pei Aleph. It's not plus or enus. At Matan Taira, the Yidin, it's a Pella, it's a wonder. At Matan Taira, we are on the highest level. The Gashmias and, and the Ruchnias. Here we were. The Gashmias we were in a situation um, of freedom. We have just come out of slavery and we were in freedom. What could be better? And Baruchnius, that there was a revelation of Hashem that was so high. And at the time of Achashverosh, we were in the lowest situation. There was such a darkness and darkness filled the whole world. And the Persians had a decree of extinction for all of us, of, of, of destruction for every single Jew, Hayalotia. And the Gashmis were very low. And the Ruchnis, it was a horrifying time. And yet, what we were able to achieve at the darkest moment way superseded what we achieved at the most luminous moment. At the darkest moment of the Gezer of Haman, we achieved what we couldn't at Matantara. That is the Pella. And, and really, that's all summed up. That dark light kind of contradiction is all summed up in Purim and Shushan Purim. And so, um, we want to just sum it all up and say, we stand at a moment now when we have dark and light together, and there are moments when we think, is this a luminous day? It's a, it's a year of Pella, Shnas Plas Erenu, and all we see is darkness. 
Slaserenu means there will be amazing wonders and you'll see them. All the wonders that we're seeing is more darkness and more darkness and more craziness and more insanity and more darkness. What's going on? So it's clear that something very wondrous is happening, a very wondrous Pella. A Pella is also kind of a question mark, like, whoa, what is happening? But it's all it's also something incredibly luminous. And so we end off by saying, Hashem, this is Shushan Purim. It's really the Purim for the city surrounded by walls. Why a city surrounded by walls? Why do you need a wall around your city? Why do you need a wall around your city when you're afraid that the enemies will attack you, God forbid? So you keep a wall around your city to keep the enemies out. A wall around the city means, in Gullus, a weakness. They're out to get us every single moment. And we can't even go to sleep without having a wall around our city. Guards are not enough. That's intense Gullus. And yet you could say that the wall, the wall surrounding Yerushalayim, it's a sign of malchus, a sign of covet. It's like the crown on top of the head of the king. You know, a crown, if you look at a crown, it looks like, well, there's a wall around his head. But it's not a wall because he needs to protect his head. Like the wall of rocks that Yaakov Zinu, when he lay down on his way down to Charan and he lay down in the place of the base of Midrash, he put rocks all around his head as protection. But you could say it looked like a crown. So the same wall around the head is also, it's either, it's either because someone's out to get you, God forbid, or because you have stepped into a place of leadership. And the last connection is, when someone is about to be married, the week before their marriage, they don't walk alone down the street for protection. But the week after they're married, they also don't walk alone. They have a shimer before they get married for a week for protection. And then they have a shimer after they get married, not for protection, for malchus, for covet. The king and queen walking on the street, they don't walk without, you know, guards around, not guards around them, but without, you know, their dignitaries, their royalty. The royalty don't just walk down the street alone, but they come with an entourage. So Shushan Purim can tell us, the fact that there's a wall around Yerushalayim, around the city, either means the old way, they're out to get us, we have to protect ourselves, or it's the wall of the crown. There's a leadership, there's a dignity. We're stepping into a whole new role. And this whole new role is clearly connected with the that once upon a time we received the Torah. We, 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 we were given the Torah, but to really receive it in the deepest way, so that it's deep within our core, so that wherever we go, we walk, we are emanating Torah without even saying anything. And people are somehow moved to a connection with Torah, Jew and non-Jew alike, just by being around us. You walk into Home Depot and people feel, and feel somehow connected to Hashem just by being near you, as long as you're social distancing. <laughs> that, is the, that comes from Purim. That comes from that ability to deeply integrate and deeply accept. And that comes often in challenging times. So being that many of us have experienced challenges in this month of other, when all we want to do is be the Simcha, we understand that those challenges are nothing other than a bridge 
to the Gula Mitis Fashlema, to personal Gula, to global Gula. And we say, Hashem, we are ready on this Shushan Purim. We're there at the party. The party was in the city of Shushan. But this time, it's going to be the party of Mashiach, where we will eat, drink, and be merry at the Suda of all the Sadiqim with Mashiach Sidkenu. And it should be immediately now.